Now, the new school year started last week in Afghanistan, but for the second year running, a Taliban ban is keeping teenage girls out of school. So what are the options for Afghans who want to keep on studying even if their classes are shut? Well, Shazia Haya reports on one new solution being offered by the BBC World Service. Across Afghanistan, girls' classrooms sit empty. They have told the BBC how it feels. I find it so painful that they are not allowing us to our schools. This decision is against Islam. For the past two years, every morning, I go to the rooftop of our home to watch the primary school girls going to school. I stay there until midday when they finish, and I cry. I miss learning new things. The BBC made lessons for their children to access remotely during the coronavirus lockdown in the UK. We thought they might be useful in somewhere else. This is where the journalists and producers of BBC's Afghan service are coming together to work on a very different task from what we normally do, working on an educational program for young Afghans. This is Tars, meaning listen, in Dari and Pashto, the two most widely spoken languages in Afghanistan. The show will help people learn English. Maths and science, as well as have a bit of fun. Where's Afghanistan? Okay, so yeah. see you here. Yeah. For the presenters, who are all journalists from Afghanistan, this is a very personal project. Uh, my father was a teacher and he was uh, killed in a suicide bomb attack 16 years ago. At that time, I felt that I want to be a teacher because my father was a teacher. Uh, but I became a journalist. Uh, but now, by presenting this program, I think that I have become a teacher and fulfilled my dream and also my father's dream. In Afghanistan, for those unable to go to school, classes will now come to them at home. Shazia Haya, BBC News. Well, Shazia is with me in the studio, and we're also joined by Marion Aman, a producer on the series. Welcome to you both. Congratulations, first of all. This Thank is a hugely valuable project, but also it must have been a bit of a, a, a kind of helter skelter ride because you, you haven't had very long to do this. No, actually, so uh, I think uh, it has been eight weeks. Eight weeks that uh, we we have been working on this project, and and uh, yesterday we uh, we have recorded our first episode, and today we launched that. It's been a pleasure and it's been a wonderful ride of eight weeks. Relentless amount of work has gone into <laughs> it. And yeah, we are extremely happy to be at the stage that we are in. Mariam, you left Afghanistan, what, 20, 20 odd years ago now, at a time when the prospect of education was disappearing for, for girls. And obviously in recent years, we've had that opportunity briefly open up again. What did it mean to you to have the educational opportunities away from Afghanistan and, and how frustrating was it when you thought of your wider family still back home? So the cycle of the cycle of this problem in Afghanistan, mm. currently we are talking about more recent two yeah. years, but to be honest this has been going on for, for over two generations yeah. now. And um, while Shazia is quite young and she is from the post-Taliban yes. era, I'm from the generation that the first run of Taliban in power was um, there. And I, w I just turned uh, a teenager when the Taliban had their first running. 
I fled, my yes. family fled, and um, here I am uh, living a good life, having all the privileges that yeah. um, I have here. But my cousins couldn't. So a, a teenage cousin of mine got married then. In, in 20 late, plus years ago, yeah. Yeah, in late uh, 90s. Now she has the daughters of this age that she used to be at that when the first round of Taliban yes. came. So this cycle of misery and lost hope and lost dreams continues. So and in a sense, you're, you're hoping to break the cycle because presumably yes, it's not I just... so. I mean, Chazia, just thinking back to back home, you know, we, a lot of our focus internationally is on Kabul because that's where a lot of people are based and people saw a lot of Kabul. But Afghanistan's an enormous country, a lot of rural areas. Yeah. Are you hoping that you'll be able to reach maybe even some of the children who would never have had the opportunity to go to school, whether yeah, because their family don't Just have like the money my cousins, or because there uh, is no school? Like, I'm, I'm from Paktia province, yeah. so, uh, so my cousins uh, back in, in Paktia... Uh, now they are not allowed to go to school, but uh, but I know that they, they are Thursday. They are really desperate to get some uh, education, and and through that, through our program, at least they can watch, they can listen to this program, they can get uh, some education through our through our BBC social media platforms, uh, uh, through the TV, through our satellite channel, and uh, yeah, I'm sure. I think it's uh, this program. Uh, only will not reach to audience in yes. Kabul, in big cities, but yeah, even in rural, rural Afghanistan. Afghanistan as well, in, in, in small cities and villages as well, because we will, uh, we will uh, broadcast uh, this program not only on, on satellite channel, uh, on our social media platforms, on, on, ra radio, on radio as well. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, we have some good uh, audience uh, on radio as well. So, yeah, so we, we are really uh, happy for that, yeah. Radio, both yes. Derry and Pashto Radio, yeah. Um, that BBC broadcast for that country has magnificent wide yeah. reach yes. in that country. We hope through radio we yes. reach to the most remote part of the country and by satellite and by Persian TV and uh, social media we want to reach most um, cities and other places. Um, the, the big focus has been on girls in particular, but for both of you, I, I, I understand that must feel very personal. Um, what about the kind of lost opportunity for the country and the fact that it, it, the educational opportunities are limited? They're limited by poverty and employment opportunities, the location of places. They're also limited by choices that leaders make. Uh, how frustrating is that? And how, do you think it's something that, that, that it is possible with, with an initiative like that that you can ha slowly start to change some of these attitudes that maybe see education as something that is not for girls? Well, we hope this is this is the first um, small, but really, yes. uh, really, um, really with, with I don't know with a really good intention and with and it's with obviously aimed at all children, girls and boys. Of, yeah. With a lot of uh, with a lot of uh, love that mm. this program is being made. It's purely academic program. It's been done through bite size. All the material that yep. bite size put out uh, during the pandemic. We That's are a big that. education uh, initiative education. for the UK. Yeah. Yes, we are picking. We have picked that up. We have put together a, a really purely academic program where where we aim to reach a lot of all these children mm. of Afghanistan who are, for some reason, banned from um, a formal education. But in terms of the whole of the mm. country. Um, as I said, when I was uh, in Afghanistan as a teenager, we didn't have climate change as as a big force yes. as it is right now. Right now, we have poverty, climate change, and a new political order which is uh, not at best ideal. Yeah, if I put it mildly, ideal. Uh, but but 
There are things that are out of our control, but yes. there are things that we, as, as a journalist at the BBC, as, as people who were born in that country, we can do, and this is one of them. And we hope that there are other forces as well doing similar things, that we could bring a small but significant and meaningful change. Shazia, can I ask that. you one quick last question? Yeah. How do your how have your family reacted? To this? Well, my mother, my mother just sent me a, a voice a message, and she just watched the program, and she was she was really happy, and she she told me that I was looking great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's, That's she's what so mums are for. <laughs> yeah, you're looking so pretty. <laughs> she was um, she was so happy, and and I'm sure she's feeling proud to have me and I'm, I'm feeling proud to be to a be part, part of this, of this program. program yeah. Yes, definitely. Well, good luck with it, uh, Shazia Haya and Mario Mamad.